Listener Production. This is the Rush Hour with Avi and Elliot's podcast. All right, this is content that's probably a bit too rude for the radio show, but they have dropped the most searched porn terms by oh. state. Yes, Pornhub. Thank, in... Thankfully for all of the analysts at Pornhub who annually put this report together, every state is, is narrowed down to one word. Right, so it's in like a search category like boob or something like that. Yeah, okay. certain categories. Okay, right. so I'll let you guess a few. Firstly, mm. interestingly enough, New South Wales, Tasmania and Victoria all have the same one. Is rusty trombone one word? <laughs> no, too niche. Right. Okay. Um, what state's the answer? New South Wales, Victoria, and Tasmania all have the same one. Probably our three most prudish. Soft core. No. Oh. Lesbian. Oh, of course. They all like the lesbians. Yeah, right. Randomly, Canberra in the middle of it has massage. Oh. All the politicians <laughs> typing oh, that stop. one quickly. South Australia. Yep. Possibly got to move pride to there, am I right? It's gay. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, WA likes it up the bum. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Queensland so, and Northern Territory are pretty weird, to be honest. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm actually first. really confused by these. Yeah. NT, romantic. What? Yeah, dude. And Queensland is sensual. That's the most searched term. Porn term in Queensland. But what would you throw it's in really after? It's really worrying. Are we, like, not loved enough or something that we need to... I'm going to take one for the team. And I've obviously never been on this website. No, so it I didn't just... really quickly come up on your phone or anything. Incognito tab. First. Oh, is that what you do? Yeah, because that way it doesn't show up in history. Not that I do that. Pornhub. Okay. Type in sensual. See what There's the number one video hub. is. It'll be like Bob Cutter sensually Porn. stroking a crocodile. Bob Cotter. Could be his Rubenstead. porn star's name. Sensual. Like, I'm just a bit... Northern Territory, Queensland and ACT, like, letting the team down. I thought we were a bit filthier than that. <laughs> Is sensual bad? <laughs> Elaborate. Yeah, I'll don't just play read it. you a couple of the videos and I'm being careful. I got the don't send them down. to me. I don't want them on my no, phone. I'm not tell- he exploded in two minutes. Sensual male orgasm. Oh. Most erotic peg. No, we don't want to watch that. Pegs are for clotheslines and that's it. <laughs> sensual morning stuff with a girl with a perfect body. Where do you define perfect body? Also sensual, isn't it all a bit sensual? Soft and sensual intimate sex of a real couple instead if of a If only they change it to consensual and then we Rel- focused on that as a Relaxing state. sensual massage with crunchy mousse. Massive. Well, they'd watch that one in between Northern Territory, Queensland, and ACT romantic sensual massage. Yeah. I've seen some videos on here that I wouldn't have wanted to watch. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, the lesbians won't be making a lot of money in Queensland. They're going to have to relocate to Victoria, New South Wales, or Tasmania. Do lesbians pop up if you type in gay? That's what I never understand. Why is a lesbian a lesbian and a gay? Because a gay is both, but a lesbian's mm. just a woman. So what? Yeah, but what, they need their separate categories. Well, that's what I'm saying. The man needs a term. If I'm if I'm a male gay, but a woman's a homosexual. Oh, yeah, she is true. If I'm a male gay, I want my own word. Okay. Well, I, I would okay, talk to, to my, my gay friend. <laughs> i got a gay friend called Matt in Victoria. I'm going to give him a call tonight. My one gay friend will no, have a call have about this. Of, oh, that's what every middle-aged white man says, but I do have lots of gay friends. <laughs> I do have sure, lots, I sure. do. I do. I'm an ally. 
I just think they need a word. Um, so kind of you. Radio show. All right. Um, we sat down with Mango, the wonderful Matt Bowen, uh, former superstar of the North Queensland Cowboys, now one of the assistant coaches with the Indigenous All-Stars. I really love, and you'll hear this story, the tale he told from 2006 of how, I suppose, learning about culture, and particularly for the kids that go into these teams that don't know a lot, mm. how they went about making sure that happened. It was um, it was really insightful. It was a good yarn, Mango. Yeah, because the camps that they have mm. aren't all about training. There is a lot of cultural connection stuff too, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, y- you want to win the game, but I think this stuff's definitely mm-hmm. more important. Way more important. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a belter of a story that actually wasn't a story that Barry Lee, our good friend, was supposed to tell. <laughs> Apparently he's on the news for yeah. it tonight. He we- told us that we'd have an exclusive. <laughs> we-, we didn't. So you just... I Kinda hope it isn't it. in the podcast. It probably is. It was a fizzer. I mean, it's not my fault, but this story was a fizzer. Yeah, it was. It was an absolute fizzer. But that, you know what? That's real radio. You just cop it. Like, True. We can't always control who does cop and doesn't it. answer their phone. Cop it is the advice we got from many Queenslanders around the debt um, that they were, you know, well, you guys are in at the moment to the great state of New South Wales. Uh, $106 million. Some ideas of how to pay that off um, from some of the great rush our listeners. Re- honestly, what? very reasonable ideas. I thought they were some of the worst that our <laughs> listeners have ever had. <laughs> oh, I really did. And uh, board game family trauma. Some that was stories. fun. Really yeah. good stories. Have a wonderful Turns out night. your family's not alone. Yeah, enjoy your central search histories and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> this is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Uh, this Friday night, AB, the All-Stars game is happening in... Townsville, a Queensland Country Bank Stadium. If you can get to Townsville, still some tickets available. We'll check the link on our Instagram page. If you want to head along, you'll see the Maori All-Stars via the Indigenous All-Stars in both the men and women's game. A very proud Indigenous man joins us today, a fullback that the twinkliest of toes, the man that could not be tackled, the great Matt Bowen. Hello, mate. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me again on this show. Mango, always a pleasure, brother. You're back with the coaching staff for the Indigenous side this year, I know the game itself is special and, and both teams desperately want to win, but how important is, is the culture stuff you do during the week, the kind of things people learn? Yeah, definitely. I think it, it, this this week sort of kickstarts the boys' um, some some careers and yeah. obviously the season for most um, respective clubs and um, it's a great way to get in touch with their culture. Um, but, mate, we, we had this um, you know, conversation back in 2006 where we get all the Indigenous players across the NRO and different clubs and you know, if, you, if you're a first grader... Or or a junior coming through uh, and just getting up and we met in Brisbane and um, went to a camp and got up in in front of the class and in front of everyone and say, if you know a bit about your culture, stand up this side. If you don't know nothing about your culture, go down this end. And that sort of gave everyone a homework um, throughout the off-season and yep. a lot of people like, you know, you know Greg Bird, um, yep. you know, JT even, he, he speaks highly about it, that, that sort of, gave him the opportunity to go back to culture, go back to his homeland and um, learn more about it, ask the elders, ask some questions, and these guys come back bigger and better, you know, um, and they feel more comfortable about themselves. And uh, as I said, this week's means a lot to a lot of players and they get to find out about themselves. And to be honest, mate, they find, find cousins within the team that they didn't know uh, playing yeah. in the NRL. So that's that's the biggest part that I enjoy um, and, and I encourage to, you know, if you want to find more about your culture, then, you know, go, go ahead and do it. Now, who's your Smokey for the Preston Campbell medal? Uh, I think Hammer's so tabular. You know, uh, Hammer's been you know a fantastic player. I was, I was as I said I was lucky enough to coach him in the Blackhawks 18s and um, he went on to play 
you know, for the Cowboys and then made his way down south. And mm. um, he's, he's still a little humble little guy and I still keep in contact with him very, um, very regularly. So, you know, I can't wait to see him in camp now. He's grown a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, obviously playing for Queensland, playing for Australia. But, you know, I think Hammer will be the one. Yeah. Matt Bowen in his prime, Hammer in his prime, <laughs> foot race. That is pretty 40 metres, mate, just to sprint. 40 metres. Do you reckon you got him? 40 metres. Yeah. I'll, I'll race him again next week. I'll yeah. <laughs> Send us the results. Yeah. The All-Stars game is back where it belongs. It's in Queensland. It is in Townsville, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. If you can get along Friday night again, we'll chuck the tickets. Uh, the link for that on our Instagram page, Rush Hour QLD. Both the men's and women's are in action. I believe there's a touch footy game beforehand as well. Mango, you're a legend. I can't imagine how much those players are going to be learning in the week with you, Ronnie Griffiths, and a whole host of others as well. Really appreciate your time, mate. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Thanks for having me. They say, Elliot, to never mix friendship and money. Now, this particular group of people or entire state isn't necessarily a friend, more of a frenemy, mm. if you will. But apparently, once again, Queensland and New South Wales are at war. And this time, it's over some unpaid debt. $106 million of unpaid debt, to be exact, that Queensland owes New South Wales. Mm. Uh, it tracks all the way back from hotel quarantine. Basically, a bunch of Queenslanders, 18,000 to be exact, stayed in New South Wales hotel quarantine hotels during the COVID pandemic. I thought we could possibly, as a Queensland's brains trust this afternoon on the rush hour. Right. Obviously, we want to try and help New South Wales in some way. I mean, we're better than them. A Queenslander always pays its debts to an extent. Not this year. <laughs> With some solutions mm. for how we could meet them in the middle, possibly. Okay. We're actually joined by a debt collector now who might be able to help us in the negotiation process. All right, Jacob, see if you can come to the table with us on behalf of New South Wales. Clear this debt for good. I've got a few suggestions on how we can do so. Okay. Yeah, far away. All right, number one. One of our greatest talents, exports, Robert Irwin, is going to be hosting I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Right. If you think that Queensland is providing that talent and entertainment for free to the whole of this country, you are kidding yourself. I will promise on behalf of Bobby that he will do the show for a minimum of three years. And that is honestly you ripping us off. For free. No, 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 paid, but like you can have him. Look, I think I think if it was if it was Steve or if you're able to get the whole family of the Irwins or maybe even just I don't know, shift, shift it down to New South Wales to run run a zoo down there. Mm. That, that could potentially be a well, lucrative offer, but I don't know if they, if they, if they go for the, the Bobby Irwin uh, package. Okay. But also, your logic is terrible. So you're saying they've still got to pay him, but they can but they have can him on top of enjoy that. enjoy him He's gonna be like the rest regardless. of the country and the world. He's that, got huge potential. That, that's terrible. You that's got bringing wa- money to TV nationally. You've wasted a professional's time so far today. What else you got? Okay, all right. Look, I thought about potentially giving up one of our big things as a state, but right. honestly, they're worth too much. What if mm. the Bundy Rum statue gave you a shot to have? You could have the big shot of Bundy Rum. Okay, look, I mean, I think you have a hard time convincing Brisbane people to drink Bundy Rub, let alone people from New South Wales. So I don't know. Again, I I like where you're coming from on thinking outside the box, but Mm -hmm. I've got a suggestion for you guys, AB and Elliot. Can I throw something your way? Okay, all right. Okay, so what if we came to the table and said, look, we're not going to give you any money. That, that, that ship is sailed. We're we're already in arrears with you and other other parties, so we can't give you any money, but... Mm. Guys, seem to be struggling as far as your state of origin no, form in the past. Like absolutely 10 to not, years. Jacob. Absolutely not. We are not giving up wins. Who do we get? 
What if we said to them, look, we'll give you, you know, Jonathan Thurston or Darren yep. Lockyer or one, one, of, no! our, one yep. of our greats as a coach, <laughs> as a coach to, to, to bring them in. And we'll show have you Billy Slater. Have You're right. <laughs> Jacob, New South Wales, we'll take Mate, Billy Slater. $100 million, not $100 That's billion. a great deal on you, Jacob. Appreciate your time on the rush hour, mate. I will say this, though, I That AB, is criminal. The you, big shot could have really taken off. You have not solved anything today. One triple three five three. Okay, fine. Queensland, yep. can you help? How yep. are we going to pay this debt back? Yep. We love your suggestions. Your ideas sucked. Mate, their weddings would be changed forever if what? they had more Bundy rum in New South Wales. Can big, the big shot glass. Yeah, no be one great. Wants a that. huge hit. Mate, they have mm. the big potato that looks like okay. a poo. Okay. Be a happy trade. So, again, a 13353, you're asking Queenslanders what? How do we pay this debt back? Darren first in Townsville. Mate, what do you suggest for Queensland paying back New South Wales? Yeah, look, you'll be on board with this one, I think, AB. I reckon we send all the New South Wales people back to New South Wales. They can get a job there, pay their taxes, pay off the bill, or we could charge them a sun tax. So while they're enjoying our sun and our beaches, they can pay a tax and we'll forward that back down to New South Wales. Oh, Mr Lovejoy across from me here has already got debt, if that's the case. <laughs> that's a terrible yeah, idea. Yeah, that's it. And plus... If we send them all back, we get rid of all the cockroaches. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I feel like productivity would increase, positivity would increase. So much good to come from that suggestion, that's for sure. All right, we've got Harvey Bay now. Tony, what's yours? Uh, mine is, oh, I like his comment too, but I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> well, they want to whinge. Uh, well, ever since COVID, they've jumped over the border and invaded Queensland and whinge about it. Um I think they should cop it on the chin. It is true. They're making a lot. They're making a lot more money out of selling their houses and getting more rates and everything. So, New South Wales government should cop it. So, so just to clarify, just to make sure I've got this right, Tony. In the interest of paying back the millions, your suggestion or your solution is just cop it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, um, a lot of Queenslanders are put out because yep. uh, everyone's moving from down Fair. south. True, true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, um, so we, we're entitled. And when I sit at a local and I hear someone from New South Wales picking on Queensland, well, you, like Darren just said, yeah, go back home. <laughs> <laughs> it's as easy as that. Well, to what be we fair. Do while we're here is, is, I suppose, you know, my New South Wales brethren. You know, we've paid a lot of money to buy these Queensland houses, so I suppose that... You haven't paid a lot of money, though. It's cheaper. That's why you moved up here. sold the houses should give the money back. Ridiculous. Okay. We'll go to Rocky now. Nikki, what do you reckon? Okay, well, I've got two solutions. Um, We can either hire the Gold Coast to them, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, for $35 million a night. (laughs) Well, look, Anthony did say apparently they have better beaches, but Mm. do they really? No. They don't really. No. Or how about we backdate them for all the deluge of schoolies that the New South Wales deluge does over the weeks? That is fair. They send their ratty teenagers up to us every year. Where's the compensation? Well, the money that they make through the hotels. It's not enough. But, okay. Trust me. <laughs> I mean... I can only cop one week of schoolies. It's hard. Our rush hour family is intelligent normally. And straight away, do, I, I do thought they have a solution. Well, do not you dare. Or otherwise, idiotic. I'm going to start they billing you as per Darren's policy. What? For every day I get to pay, get paid by this? Every time that you go to the what? sun and enjoy yourself, I, you're going to get taxed I, as a New South what, Welshman. I hope they shift me down south because New South Welshmen, they pay more.
That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but then you have to pay more and everything else. And the beat. Oh, and be miserable. There's that. That's just who we are as people. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Constable Lovejoy's Fun Police. I would like to cancel the Mexican wave TikTok. Hiking is done. People that go into caves. I don't want to sound like an old man, but live in the moment. It's disgusting. You're an idiot. It's time for Elliot to discredit and disown anything that brings people joy. I forgot how much I hate TikTok. TikTok's right up there. Anyway. That is... No. Facts. I'm sorry. You're like my husband. And TikTok sucks. And then he sends me TikToks on Instagram. I don't send you TikToks. You watch and enjoy them on Instagram. I've never talked to Tick with you. I never will. Anyway. I didn't ask you to. Constable Lovejoy back in action, cancelling things that people seem to find fun even though they're stupid. This one has been in our world for far too long and I don't understand why Queensland families are still partaking in it in 2024. Queensland families like my own didn't even know it was a two-player game. It's the longest one in the world. Today, we are cancelling once and for all, and Stephen Miles should have done this as soon as he got into office, banning Monopoly in Queensland. The game the of Monopoly. Game. Yep. That is a very extreme reaction well, to something that a lot of people have fun with. Do they, Annabelle? I've never played this game once and had fun in my life, and I've played with fun people. Playing it... But you hate fun. That's the point of this segment. I don't hate fun. I hate things that people think are fun that are stupid. That's the whole point. Anyway, the reason I'm cancelling Monopoly is it's outdated. Get with the times. So buying property is outdated. Well, here's the thing. Who in their right mind, you know, a a cool kid growing up that, you know, obviously resonates with me because I was a cool kid growing up... (laughs) Who wants to whip out a game in a monopoly and mum goes, oh, what do you, would you like to be the iron? Oh, for God's sakes. The easiest update... I used to always be the iron. I'm going to leave that alone. The easiest update they could do is make the players cool. Like a three-eyed trouser snake is one character and you got Bowser from the Nintendo... That's bad. You can't cross brands. Of course you can. you got a Nintendo character and then, I don't know, a Pokemon or something. You know what I mean? That's easy. But the game itself, do you want to buy Mayfair? Oh, I don't know. I don't care. I just want to spend my money quickly and get rid of it. That's how you lose. The point of the game is to be a tight ass. That's not how we live in Queensland. It does take a while. Oh, I'll give you that. But I've it, never I've finished had some it. great family nights with Monopoly. But yeah, you never actually do finish it. Have do you, you ever finished a game? No, you kind of just declare that a winner. Happen. Exactly. You give up. It's a waste of time. Okay. Play Connect 4 or Snap or Uno. I love Uno. There are definitely superior board games to Monopoly. Absolutely. Boulder Dash, for instance, Boulder is who? elite. Never heard of it. Boulder Dash. No. Oh, mate, you're missing out. Uh, Pictionary even. I can't draw. I I prefer Pictionary to Monopoly. There are so many other options that Queensland families, if you have a Monopoly at home, maybe you got one of those super special ones that was made for your town. You know, maybe it was uh, Monopoly Rockhampton and it's really special to you and it's so awesome to have where you live as part of this game. Here's what I want you to do today. Go and get that wonderful game that is a part of who you are and where you grew up and throw it in the bin. Itch. Did something happen to you? Did you lose miserably at Monopoly? I, I punched my brother in the eye once by Monopoly. He was nine, I was 18, but it still happened. It's a terrible game and it's banned from Queensland forever. <laughs> you absolutely unhinged. This is a really big call and I'm making it really early, so... Bear with me, Queensland. I want to make a promise to you as a state right now. Now, every single year this rolls around, but it's more meaningful this year than ever before because I am pregnant. I'm having my first child in August. Why'd you roll your eyes when you said that? I don't know. Okay. I'm talking... You don't like August? <laughs> okay. 
I'm not sure. I mean, okay. I, like, my husband and I, George, if, if you want to dive into that, we're yeah. born at the beginning of the year, so right. I'm a bit like, is it going to be a weird child? Okay. It's a Leo, yeah. whatever that means. We so anyway, yeah. uh, it is the Bonds baby search I speak of, and at the moment it is very much underway. All of my friends are posting their pictures of their child, which they believe, to their core, is the most beautiful child on earth. Yep. And I can understand. I'll probably be the same. My dog, for instance, is the most beautiful dog on earth. Mm. However, come post-August 11, 2024, I am promising Queensland there is no way in hell I will ever enter my child into the Bonds Baby Search competition. Why? Firstly... Hundreds of thousands of people enter this competition every single year. The face of the competition is Ash Barty and her beautiful little bub, Hayden. I don't want to set my child up for early rejection. I also don't want to subject all my friends to a million photos of my kid because I've got to be honest, some of the ones of my friends that have been posted, I think that is a face that only a mother could love. Someone could think that about my kid, and I'll be so deluded to the fact that it's cute, I'm entering it into this competition. So regardless of how cute it is, which, look, it probably will be, I've seen baby photos of my husband, Alex, and he was really, really adorable, so chances are high. I'm still not doing it. I promise, here and now. And if I do someday, you can come play this back to me. No, no one's asking you to promise this. I don't... Is your logic... Just in case your baby's ugly and you're not and aware of it. And no one tells it, me because they'll never tell you. You're not going to do it. Yeah, 100%. Because well, uh, you could be is, scrolling through like I do sometimes yeah. going, oof, I don't know yeah. about that. <laughs> I don't want anyone to think that. Why so try? Because I can fail is, is your line of thinking. Well, I mean, it's all based on looks anyway, so. When I first met you, you were a beacon of positivity. <laughs> Three years later, what's happened? Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. There is one common denominator. <laughs> I walked into that. <laughs> One triple three five three. Want to get your stories of board game trauma this afternoon, and, and the ones I'm hoping we get are the family fights. Now, full blue, blues, like maybe you've yeah. never even resolved it from there, kind of areas. Well, it's funny you say it because I, I went whack on Monopoly before. I hate the game, and there was an instance where I played Monopoly with my younger brother. I made a bad decision at the time. He was being an absolute turd, and I punched him in the eye. <sighs> he deserved it. <laughs> It doesn't matter that he was eight and I was 18. <laughs> he disturbed it. He was being a turd. However, I had a message from a friend came through and we mentioned Pictionary before, which I thought was like just a nice, normal, easy board game. It says him and his brother used to fight over it all the time to the point one day when they're on the same team, he shoved the pencil up his brother's <gasps> nose because he couldn't guess what he was doing. So, Oh, my gosh. Well, we, we got close with Monopoly, I will admit. I don't yeah. mind Monopoly. My sister was a horrendous Monopoly cheat. Right. She would always insist on being the banker or the real estate agent, and she would just, like, help herself to cash on the sly and properties. So you would be going around the game, and, you know, you'd land on Mayfair or something and go, yeah, sweet, I want to buy it. And she'd yeah. go, oh, no, no, I've already bought it. <laughs> I think I'd remember if you bought Mayfair. So dad actually switched it up and bought us this Monopoly that had like a credit card system so she couldn't steal cash. Just to clarify, this is the woman that you guys have entrusted to run your business Correct. in Bali. Correct. That's another matter. Anyway. By herself? Okay. Just checking. <laughs> one, one, triple, three, five, like she's three. stealing from others. Board game trauma. Family fights. I thought it was only Monopoly. And if you got a tale from Monopoly, great. But other ones are out there as well, like Pictionary and getting pencils up your Like, notes. what is the most tense board game that you can play? Scrabble? Does Scrabble get that level? Well, I would have thought it, Monopoly goes I for mean, so many hours. Unless you've got a dictionary, there's a lot of what-ifs with Scrabble. Oh, yeah. Is that a real word? You make up words. I've made, I've made up once before. I made up a swear like, word. 
Oh, did you? Do you remember what it was? No, because, well, I do, sorry. It's too close to another word that I definitely can't say. <laughs> so, anyway. We'll go to Calliope first. Bruce on one triple three five three. What was your family bust up over a board game? Uh, when I was a kid, we, we used to call it trouble. But nowadays it's called something else. But it's uh, you have a a board and then there's a, a, a dice sits in the middle and you push a, a button and it oh, clicks up and down and goes around. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There's about four different coloured pegs mm-hmm. and you have to go around and around the board. Yep. I play it with my grandkids. Right. They're six, five, and three. Um, unfortunately, they cheat, and poor old Pop gets, gets cranky and throws it in the bin. <laughs> How many times have they got in the bin, Bruce? Four times. <laughs> Bruce, uh, I'm not a good loser, and I can remember distinctly when I was a kid, I would I would cheat to win board games against my grandparents as well. And, oh, and my... you wonder why they're so unpleasant for you. What, my grandparents? Yeah, well... Board games. Oh. Yeah. I hate I hate being beaten at the best yeah. of times, but when a six year old and a yeah. five year old and a three year old beat me, I'm <laughs> pretty livid, I tell you. <laughs> oh, that's good. Appreciate the call, No letting mate. them win in the Calliope house of Bruce, that's uh, for sure. Let's go to Yapoon next. Brendan, you got a tale about the devil's game monopoly. What do you got? Oh uh, yeah, my eleven year old son. Uh we don't play a lot of Monopoly, mm. but he's pretty much won every game that he's ever played. Of course he has. Uh, as far as Monopoly goes. Yep. And, uh, we're on holidays down at Agnes, a bit of rainy weather, and I uh, busted out the Monopoly, mate, and we're playing. Everyone's got motels and houses set up, and he um, he lost the game and ran out of money, so he picked the whole board game up and threw it. <laughs> Stormed <laughs> off to bed and got the kick up the backside for his troubles. Okay, Brendan, <laughs> let's be real. Yep. He's learned that from someone, hasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, every chance, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> On you, Brandon. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. All right. We have – there's a bloke that joins this show regularly. I think he's the funniest man in real life that I've had a lot to do with. I think He's, he's good a, fun. He, he is good fun. Um, for those that haven't had the pleasure of meeting him, his name is Barry Lee. Now – should we just quickly, Barry, if you're listening right now, yep. you said that you'd take our call. Yeah. You haven't. One triple three five three is the number. Yeah. You've got five seconds to ring. He won't be listening, and I can tell you why in a second. So here's the deal. Uh, Barry Lee, for those that might not know, uh, used to play for the Wallabies in Rugby Union. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great – he was on Survivor for yeah. a season. He's in reality TV. Um, he's the most unreliable friend I have. Um, there's a great yarn about him from way back when where he was playing rugby overseas for a team in London and they had a lot of South African players, famous South African players on that team. Phone rings one day and uh, someone says, oh hi, I want to say happy birthday to this South African player. And Barry goes, yeah, okay. He said, who is this? He said, oh, it's Nelson Mandela. And he told Nelson Mandela to F off three times and it actually was Nelson Mandela. Um, That's the kind of human being he is. So Barry Lee now resides in in Far North Queensland. Mm Calls me this morning at just after 6 a.m. 6 a.m.? Yeah. He says, I got an ex. No, he goes, Were you sleeping? I said, Yes, normal people are. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, I got an exclusive for you on the rush hour this afternoon. I said, Great. He said, The Courier Mail are going to be here. Uh, I'm doing this in Brisbane. Um, Channel 9, Channel 10, Channel 7, they're all here to cover it because it's so off the cuff. I want you guys to have the exclusive. I'm going to join you on the rush hour. Can't wait to speak to you after five. He goes, I'm getting married today. 
He goes, I'm finally getting married. And then he went into this beautiful piece about how he was the happiest he'd ever been in his life and, and how he felt so settled. And, and the, the partner? Yeah, she's wonderful. And that's what he went on to say, that she's the most wonderful person. But it was this big story because they were doing it in some secret location and apparently it was going to be a massive thing. But he never told me where it was. <laughs> so Barry what? hasn't wait, answered so wait, his wait, phone. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. He's just getting married and it's going to be on the news. Apparently it's in a super special spot, which is what makes the story. In Brisbane. But he said, I'll tell you the Savo when I join you on the rush hour. Should we try and guess? I've called him 12 times. <laughs> Should we try and guess? I don't, at this point, I'm so frustrated with the man. Happy Maybe for he's him. getting married in the middle of the Brisbane River, underwater. You wouldn't be able to see each I don't other, think though. It's pretty opaque. Swim. <laughs> no, you definitely can't He's known swim. affectionately as the Budu from Badu, a beautiful man from Badu Island, but um, <laughs> the Budu didn't answer his phone. Middle of Suncorp Stadium? <laughs> I don't, don't know. <laughs> This has been a tough day in our household. Oh. Because you forgot Valentine's Day? No, I didn't forget. I just I just got AI to write a letter. Anyway, it's a long story. <laughs> Very 2024 um, of you. But I think things are a little bit on edge already in the house. Emotions are a bit heightened. There was a little bit of anxiety for a few members of our family this morning. Um, it's funny. It's, when you say it out loud, it's such a little thing, but we've been so stressed about it. Frankie, one of our rescue dogs, she's three and a half. She's got to get a, a knee basically put back into place, which is a really severe surgery. She's got to have three different surgeries, they reckon. She's gone in for her first one today, so she was dropped off at the vets this morning. Bum, bum. I think because you can't talk to your animals. You know, <laughs> if it's your kid, and I'm not trying to make this a woe-is-me story about a dog, but if the shoe fits... Um, if you've got a, I don't know, a six-year-old kid that's got to get their tonsils out, at least you can explain to them what's happening or whatever. You can reassure them. Yeah. Whereas Frankie was just shaking and nervous and didn't know why she was there. And, and when she was left behind, she was crying. And, oh, breaks the your heart. And you want to explain to her, like, yeah. hey, you know how you're constantly in pain? Yeah. It's about to it. get a hell of a lot better. And yeah. trust me, yeah. mum and dad aren't going to eat for six months because of it. <laughs> yeah, we've got pot noodles for dinner tonight <laughs> to celebrate Valentine's Day. But, oh, the... the and then Arlo, the other dog, we realise has never for a minute been without Frankie in the house or during a walk or whatever. Please don't tell me this So dog. when she was taken away, he, the Great Dane, this big, tough Great Dane cross bull Arab thing, howled, cried. I'd never heard a noise like that come out of his mouth in my life. It has been a traumatic day. I can start to, like, I've done this with my dog before, not yeah. surgery, but you do really start to empathise what it must be like for people sending their kids to get tonsils out and whatever when yes. they're really little. Yes. Oh. oh. Why do we have to be adults? And you got a little, I don't know, I don't, don't know what Hopefully I was going to call it. Hopefully tonsiled child on oh, its way. I was going to call it a little effer, but that's not the way to describe <laughs> a baby. you got a little something on the way anyway. Hopefully Frankie's all good. She's in there Keep overnight. Well, yeah, of course. We'll pick her up tomorrow. But they do the whole, oh, you know, are you okay if we do CPR? If we have to, I'm like, don't! It's a knee surgery. We don't need to talk about that. You didn't tick that. that DNR box, did you? No! <laughs> For God's sake. So we're signing off on that. That's the end. That's the end of today's show. That's what you're finishing on. Sorry. Have a wonderful night, if you can. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.